You're listening to One Sun, Three Flowers podcast, where we believe in connecting, unifying, and uplifting women. Self-published author, business owner, educator, mother, and poet, Courtney Brookins will help you bloom into your best self and encourage you to make self-care part of your daily practice. She will help you learn and connect with other women. Listen to honest conversations to help further your story. If you're ready to reach the next level of self, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, mother, and avocado enthusiast, Courtney Brookins. Hello and welcome to another episode of the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast, Stories of Our Mothers. Hello, Flower Tribe. It is so wonderful to have you all here again joining me for another week. I always love the opportunity to be able to connect with you all through this audio platform and just talk about what is going on. You know, the focus of this podcast has and always will be self-care connections to the mothering community, entrepreneurship, and anything related to womanhood. So with that being it, stated and in mind let's go ahead and jump directly into today's conversation all right so today this episode comes in response to a quote that I saw shared on social media first of all I have to say social platforms are a gift and a curse because they allow us to spread so much content and so many different ideas but the negative part is that you have to be able to make distinction between what is real and what is false information. And with that is going to involve you all tapping tapping into things outside of the those apps. So Let's go ahead and talk about the quote. So I saw this quote on social media and it says, self-care is necessary, but self-healing is mandatory. Again, self-care is necessary, but self-healing is mandatory. Okay, so this quote is catchy and it, and it really caught my attention because I noticed that the author took it as a point to be able to separate the ideas of self-care and self-healing as to say that they're both need specific attention. And while I do think that they both need special attention, it cautioned me to wonder what definitions are we currently using to to define the practice of self-care? So, Here is a definition that we can use to guide and aid our practice and this discussion. You ready? I hope so. So get your pens or pencils and write this down with me. Self-care is the practice of taking an active role in one's well-being or health. Self-care is the practice of taking an active role in one's well-being or health. Okay, so now that we've stated that definition, well-being and health are two very broad concepts. And so as we look at this definition, 
I want us to go back to the idea of self-care and self-healing being two separate concepts because I really see them as overlapping. And certainly, I think that now that we have a working definition, we can begin to analyze why I see overlap. To be clear, I see self-healing as a part of the self-care process. Now, let, let's go back to this idea of social media. Quite often, we get bombarded with the ideas of clever things going on in the media without really taking time to actually examine the totality of what we've involved ourselves in. So in this particular case, we've defined self-care in a universal way. So now while manis and petties or mimosas with our besties or a trip out of the state or country might be a wonderful way for us to practice self-care. There are also other parts of self-care that are not so fun and bubbly. It's a play of words if you all missed it because I know bubble baths. You all see it's like the icon, the number one way to practice self-care. So going back to the definition, self-care is a practice of taking an active role in one's well-being or health so, yes, that might involve us going to get a manure petty or getting those eyebrows slayed or taking a bubble bath and ship and sipping on champagne. But it also involves much more than that. So going to well-being and health, there are several there are seven levels of wellness. So let's start there. There are seven dimensions of wellness. So there's spiritual, physical emotional, occupational, intellectual, environmental, and social. Now, guys, we know, or gals, I should say, we know that whatever we're defining, there is a positive and negative side. If you're not well, then you're working on your wellness. So in these seven dimensions, self-care and self-healing intentionally used interchangeably, are connected to our dimensions of wellness. So with that being stated, spiritual, physical, emotional, occupational, intellectual, environmental, and social, let's take some time to talk about what each one of these different Tribe, we receive so much positive encouragement about our podcast, and a lot of you have asked how you can help support it. One of the easiest ways to show your appreciation is to press pause and take a second to write a review about the benefit of this content. And while you're there, make sure you click subscribe so that every time a new show drops, you're the first to know about it. One Sun, Three Flowers is a one-stop shop for the entire family. Our mother-daughter clothing brand promotes self-care, unity, and wellness for the entire tribe through tees and sweatshirts. 
recreated the One Sun, Three Flowers shop a year ago when we challenged ourselves to create clothing that promoted self-care, self-love, and helped you connect with your highest self and your families. Head to the One Sun, Three Flowers dot myshopify.com and save yourself 10% when you use the code podcast2019 that's one sun the number 3 flowers dot myshopify.com enjoy flower tribe areas actually means so that we can actually get a good idea of are we well in those particular areas. Now, for this particular segment, I have to advise that I am not a licensed therapist or mental health or mental health expert, but I am, as I have stated in my blogs and previous podcasts, 100% committed to my own mental wellness, healing, and spiritual advancement. So the information that I share on this podcast is a reflection of the work that I'm doing on my own. Just want to say that disclaimer, if you're looking for a therapist, you have come to the wrong spot. But if you're looking for someone who is really here to guide you and help you all get to a space of being your best self, then you're in the right space. time to read my blog on self-sabotage visit www.onesun the number three flowers.com where I talk about when we're practicing wellness self-care or things that are for the betterment of our being we're not doing things that actually harm us and calling it something else for in for instance if we're practicing financial wellness I can't say that I went and bought this $500 bag and for and I chose to not pay my car Our note because I, I needed the bag. The bag made me happy. Well, that's actually self-sabotage because now you just affected your credit or your savings or whatever you did to allow you to get that purse. So that's actually not self-care. And we need to go back to the idea of there are seven dimensions of wellness. Wellness, just like self-care, is making decisions that are for the betterment of our beings. And so when we come to the space of self-care and self-healing, what is the overlap and what are the areas that need work? Obviously, with there being seven dimensions, there are things that meet, need more attention than others. I also would be remiss if I didn't say that the idea of healing is lifelong. Because once we get to a space of noticing that we've got into a space of mastery for something, there's certainly something else that we might that might need our attention. And that's okay because our journey here is all about mastering ourselves. So if you feel like, gosh, once I figured out one thing, now I have to work on the next, join the club. But try to alter that mentality. When I'm working on my healing and I'm working on the betterment of my being, it's not that I always have something that I have to work on with me and I always always have something I need to fix. And kind of shift that idea in the space of self-care and mindfulness to the idea of, yes, I am actually making strides 
to better myself. I am blooming. I am growing. And I am so in tune with me that I recognize the areas of development that I need. I am so committed to my relationship with self, to my own self-healing, to my own care, that I am going to continue to do what I need to do to make sure that I'm having the optimal experience here within my being. So, with that being said, Self-care and self-healing definitely have some intersectionality. And while some of you may choose to separate the ideas of self-care and self-healing, I, it is my hope that upon listening to this podcast, you see the overlap and that is a part of your practice. Moving forward, I really would like you all to write to do an activity. I would like you to write down the seven dimensions of wellness and then I would like you to write, list the pra- your self-care practices that are connected to your wellness. Now, tracing ourselves back to the definition of actively taking a role in one's well-being or, or health, I want you to ask yourself, are the current practices that I hold helping me to better myself? holistically or am I choosing activities that just create comfort because comfort is great but comfort does not only it's not the only necessary variable for my healing or my care so being clear if I am someone who has a cold and I am going to make sure I really, really like sleep. So I'm going to make sure that I just sleep, sleep, sleep. Sleep is an important part of my care and my healing, but it's not the only factor. So sleep might be the most comfortable thing for me to do, but do I need to run and sweat some of those things out? Do I need to get eliminate sugar or dairy from my diet? Are there other steps that I actually need to take that I don't like, that I don't traditionally do, that might disrupt the normalcy of what I do for my day-to-day? Are there actually ways that I, things that I can do that will make a huge difference in my wellness and my healing? Sleep is important. No different than the bubble baths, the manis and petties and the brunch dates but what are the things that you're not doing that are not a part of your self-care practice that are ultimately for your healing and connected to your ultimate ultimate wellness that is what I'm here to ask you all today so thank you for tuning in it has been another wonderful episode of the one sun three flowers podcast and I just gotta say I was reviewing our podcast, looking at how we're doing. Thank you so much, everyone who's sharing, subscribing, all of those wonderful things. So pleased and excited to announce, you know, I'm a Chicagoan in the United States. And I'm super excited to know that I have listeners who are outside of the U.S. So thank you to those of you all who are tuning in from other countries. That is super dope. And I'm so glad 
to have you all listening to my show. And it's my hope to be able to connect with some of you in in a real way, i.e. having you on the show as a guest. So if whether you're in the States or not, if you have a story that needs to be shared, I'm always looking to connect with more women to further these conversations on self-care, self-love and wellness to promote entrepreneurs and just to help us bloom into our best selves. That's the name of the game, ladies. And this is why we're here. It has been another phenomenal week. And thank you so much for your time and tuning in with me. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast. Check out show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.onesun3flowers.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We want to connect with your tribe. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. And remember to bloom into your best self.